Hey, how's it going, everyone? I'm Mark Jorgensen. I am the host and creator of the MarkCast podcast. How you doing? Uh, thanks for joining in on another episode of the MarkCast. Um, for this episode, I had um, a really a great honor to talk to a musician who's right at that point, you know, right when an artist or a musician or, you know, someone even looking, working hard on something for years, and right at that point when things just really start moving fast and everything's coming together. And um, when, when I met him, he was uh, Jason. His name's Jason Lyle Black. And uh, he's a performer who's, he does a lot of piano work. And um, he's in Nashville right now um, for a long time. He's originally from California, originally from the West Coast, and I've uh, been working on piano for five to 10 years. And uh, when, I, when I met him through a friend, uh, when I was down in Nashville a few, uh, a few weeks ago, um, he was just right in, in between things. You know, he, he could talk for a few minutes and then he was running out to the studio or he was running out to work on some performance or writing, you know, something and getting ready for a trip to do cruise lines. I mean, he does a lot of cruise line work. And so you could just kind of feel that energy of being right in the middle of something. And uh, it was great. And I, and I just thought, you know, hey, we, we got to talk about, you know, your music. We got to talk about you know, people have thought about doing music and what are some of the secrets and how do you get things going? And in this interview, he shares really what what it's like to get things moving. And, and really, I think this applies to any career. I mean, you got to be in the right place in the right time. And, and sometimes you got to take a risk. You know, you definitely have to take some risks. Um, but just finding where those places are and where those people are and, and how to kind of do things. And... Uh, Honestly, preparation as well, too. I mean, that's a part of it. So uh, it's a great interview. I really enjoyed it. The sound quality is not the best, but you can still hear everything in there. All right. Enjoy. Jason Lyle Black, and he's going to be on tour later this year, and you can check out his website as well at jasonlyleblack.com. He's also on Spotify. Jason, how are you doing? Good. How about you? Doing all right. So, uh, you've been pretty busy uh, the past few weeks, huh? Yeah, in and out, quite a bit. Just uh, go back from my last ship uh, Monday morning and then leaving for the next one in a couple weeks. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about that. So, you're doing uh, you're doing these big cruise ship, you know, uh, jobs where you go to the cruise ships and you offer entertainment you know and piano you're doing piano entertainment for uh you know these big shows on cruise ships right um yeah and and that's going pretty well right i mean and that's uh and you're and you're just really busy right now because uh i mean you've been in the music industry i mean doing music stuff for uh, a number of years you said right about five five years five ten years or so that you've been doing things yeah that's how you look at it um my first album was 14 years ago so that was sort of my first stepping in back in 2004. Uh, then I did albums again in 20, 2009, 2011, 2012. And then uh, sort of, for lack of a better word, gave up on the music industry in 2012. Felt like uh, things weren't working out and I didn't really see where it was going. It's, uh, as people know, a tough industry to get established in and to get into. Um, and then three years later, kind of decided to come back to it and ended up quitting my job to kind of give it a full go. And uh, yeah, now things are uh, very, very good. And um, 
have grown a ton since then. So, yeah, I just got into the cruise industry this year uh, as far as doing um, what they call guest entertainment, where you fly onto a ship and, and do a you know headline show that week and then fly off at uh, the next port. So um, that is uh, that's kind of the newest thing, but then also in the works is uh, a lot of other things. I'll be doing uh, a lot of um, touring here beginning next fall. Uh, it'll be parts of the country I've never performed in. You know, be expanding my geographic reach. So excited about that. And got multiple new albums in the works. None have actually been officially announced yet, but I've got uh, two different projects that are uh, in the works right now on that front too. So. So let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, how does it feel? I guess you know, after some years. I mean, I guess you kind of you left the music industry for you know a few years. Um, you know, when, when I met you and I was talking to you, I just remember I felt like you were just running from place to place and like this excitement of like you know once kind of your, I guess for lack of a better term, I mean, kind of like your dreams are kind of coming you know coming to reality a little bit as um, you know things really kind of start going for you. About it was about six months ago, right, when you moved you moved to Nashville and things just kind of fell into place and a lot of work just started happening pretty quickly, right? I mean, what what does that feel like to just all of a sudden just be going, you know, re- really quickly and in, in, uh, accelerating in an area that you've been, you know, kind of working on for a while? Uh, it's a very good feeling. And as you said, um, you know, it's kind of like years of preparation for all of a sudden success uh, because it really has the last, I mean, the last three years has been incredible uh, rise in terms of how quickly things have grown, but that was driven by the years of, you know, work that I put in before right. that has really driven all that, as well as the fact that, you know, the last three years has been uh, nothing but a cakewalk. I mean, I've been, I have, uh, it's been pretty insane in terms of the, the time that's gone into things, like with the cruise shows, you know, I had to make significant adjustments. Um, the cruise shows, uh, it's a wonderful that's one place to perform. It's a very different dynamic than any other type of show that I've done. It's a different demographic. It's a different um, setting and kind of environment, and there's adjustments that you make. Anyway, there's, um, but yeah, I mean, before my last ship, it was, it was like, you know, I was in the studio during the day, and then I'd come back at night and be arranging uh, new songs for the band for my cruise show, and then late at night was rehearsing a separate show that, that I had coming up, so there was just kind of always, you know, tons of tons of stuff going on, and uh, that's kind of what fueled that growth. Is so I, I guess it's kind of a I don't know maybe this is kind of a dumb question, but um, do you, how much do you think like that time? You because know, I think about this all the time, and I'm sure this question comes up sometimes. But like, how necessary was it to have you know those kind of years where you were? You know, I guess kind of working and preparing, but you know, things weren't really you know going forward kind of as you thought. You know, how, how ne- was that? Do you think that was that time was necessary for you to kind of just grow and kind of just develop as a musician a bit um, to be ready for it, or, or not so much? You know, it just kind of the the timing. I mean, it would have been fine if you just things had worked out five six years ago, and you know, things had started been going forward a lot faster. I would say a little bit of both because there was definitely a degree to which all that time like honed the skills so that was you know those albums because like like i said i kept putting out more albums and you know not really going anywhere i didn't really understand the uh development and marketing side of the business 
at that time and so that's really why things weren't going anywhere as I would you know work on so many projects but I think artistically that that time definitely helped to develop me um that said I, I certainly could have gotten moving in the business faster if I had had you know coaches mentors that sort of thing as I did later when I sought that out and so there I see the same thing with some of my friends that are pursuing the business now where you know fears and things kind of pulled them back from from doing it and that's kind of how it was for me which is why I wasn't wasn't really progressing the one thing I will say though that I think is nice is the fact that I had three years in a traditional career well and not even just a you know as far as a job and not only that but it was an incredibly demanding one because I was at a, a huge you know, global accounting firm so right. really long hours you know intensive travel all that sort of stuff is it helped me realize what I didn't want to do professionally oh, yeah. <laughs> um, which isn't to say oh like I you know hated my job or anything no it's just that I realized that I needed to have a career that I had had a part in creating, that I had to have an entrepreneurial career to really be happy and really enjoy um, what I did. I want to be part of the creative process of a business, and music is what I love more than anything else, so that was kind of the perfect uh, business to do. So, But it's very, it was very much uh, a desire and love for entrepreneurship as well, and I think that working in the corporate world helps me realize how important that was yeah. to me. Yeah, well, I mean, I think what I've talked to you about that before is, you know, there were some things about the music, about the business side of the music industry that a lot of a lot of artists just don't get. And, and the, but some of the, the ones that do get it are usually the ones that end up being a little more successful. And I mean, you don't have to give away all, all the tips and all the secrets here, but I mean, what are some of the, the things that maybe artists that you didn't know that you learned about you know the business side of the business that helped you kind of figure things out or kind of helped you along the way once you you kind of figure them out yeah i mean one of the biggest things just nothing's gonna nothing's gonna happen to you like you've got to go out and set up what's i mean that's kind of like a success mindset thing period you know people will be surprised to find out how many of my gigs you know over you know 2016 and 2017 I mean, a vast majority of the work that I had was work that I went out and hustled and sold myself. Like, it wasn't it wasn't work that, you know, I wasn't getting phone calls from YouTube for people to book me. People probably think that, but uh, what was really happening is I was going out pitching, you know, myself to different concert associations or to corporate groups and so on and doing a ton of, you know, networking and, and sales. And, and I spent my day sending emails making phone calls to get myself hired. And... You know, now that's starting to shift where now I have booking agents and uh, you know, management that more takes that responsibility so that I'm, I'm kind of able to be back more in the artist mode. But mm, there's nice. so much of it that was being willing to hustle and make the sales. And the reality of today's music industry versus maybe 40 years ago that, you know, very, there's various changes that have taken place. But nobody's going to get signed that doesn't have a history already as far as signed for a record deal or signed for management or signed to a booking agency, no, nobody signs just on talent. Like you gotta be, you gotta have a history, you gotta have a brand that you've already built up on your on your own. Everyone expects to see that before they're going to 
um, sign somebody. So yeah. you kind of have to be willing to to do that, and that's as true in Salt Lake as it is in Nashville yeah. or New York. Like it doesn't matter where you are. That's the reason that things moved so quickly for me when I came to Nashville was all the history that I'd had, and then the introductions came pretty quickly. Well, okay, let's well let's touch on that too. I mean, I guess what was it like coming to Nashville? You know, I mean that that was kind of a, a big uh, kind of catalytic force. I mean, things got moving pretty quickly once you moved from Salt Lake to Nashville. Uh, and what was that like? And how much did moving to Nashville? How, what kind of clicked into place with Nashville that maybe wasn't clicking in other places? So Nashville is where the people I needed to move my career forward uh, are okay. based. Or yeah. were based, yeah. That that was the decision. Because what actually kind of initially, there was a few things that spawned. At one was I just came to Nashville for a conference, so unrelated to being part of Nashville. But there was a comp- music conference here that I came to, and then just fell in love with the town and kind of the experience. But I had also, you know, I've been starting to look seriously into touring nationally, and, you know, not just in the Mountain West where I had done public touring, and, you know, touring versus just performing. Obviously, when you're touring you are selling tickets to a public event as opposed to, I've done corporate work across the country, which is, you know, you've flown out for a private uh, event or corporate function. So it's kind of a totally different. What are, what are those event. like, those corporate events? Are they pretty fun or is it kind of more of a, just kind of a chill, lay back, you know, play a few songs that, you know, the older corporate executives know and, you know, something like that. I mean, what, what, what's that like? Corporate, corporate's a very unique setting. Um, the typical, your typical age is going to be 30 to 55 okay. for corporate because okay. you got, you know, it's a company event. Um, the thing that's that's challenging about corporate is they're not there for you. It's a company event. They're not there to see you. So oh. you have this intrinsic challenge built in of that, which is what corporate entertainers have to master. But going back to kind of coming to, to Nashville, um, you know, I had been doing a lot of corporate work and really wanted to do more touring, which into that I started looking around the places that I wanted to perform around the country and I noticed kind of what I saw as the next step for my career and then I noticed that a lot of these theaters that I wanted to perform at you know would tend to work with agencies including one that was based in Nashville that did you know tons of work across the country so I just started to put the pieces together that if I wanted to really be touring it wasn't going to work so well for me to just handle my own bookings you know anymore in house or with an assistant had to really be getting in with an agency and also started to realize that you know there aren't national touring agencies based in utah uh they're national you know if you're touring as a national artist your agent is going to be out of new york la or nashville that's that's where they're going to be yeah yeah, that's one thing i've noticed like people don't get with a lot of industries it's just like you know not industries aren't and the jobs aren't in every town i mean like we're very focused i mean the last uh i guess it's a bigger thing but really in the last 20 years you know we industries and economies have gotten a lot more focused in certain cities so like if you're specialized in a certain field there's only like a handful of places you can be you can't really just be anywhere i mean that whole internet makes us feel like we can be anywhere but that's not really so true anymore and so uh yeah, I guess not, it's just a good, not good in thing. The sales, not in the sales role or that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can I can do my work remotely anywhere in the world. Sure, sure. As an artist, but sure. not in developing your business. I can't be there. At, uh, even that's a challenge for me now with the fact that I travel so much in performing. So there's events that I want to be part of in town that I'm, I'm gone. You know, I'm missing, uh, you know, getting involved with a lot more composers associations and things in Nashville and 
be at. You got to you got to be there because that's when the relationships are formed. So it's really key to be in that in the where the action is. Cool. And um, so Nashville just kind of brought things together. It was the the DIY CD baby um, music industry uh, conference, right? That you went to in Nashville, and that's held every August. You know, so if independent music yeah, people want to get. Yeah, and what really, what really made the difference for me was the was the, the connections in Nashville that I made at that. That was what uh, that was really opened the door. Yeah, that introduced me to um, quite a few folks in Nashville, and as a result of those contacts, I actually flew back to Nashville a week and a half after the conference just because I I wanted to keep up with those relationships that had been established. And when I came back, um, that was when things started to move even more, and then that led to me moving out yeah well well, i think i remember you told it like you you booked uh two weeks at an airbnb in nashville and you kind of figured you know that was it that was just you you that was your um you know time you were going to allot yourself and you you just knew somehow or you felt that you thought hey by the end of that two weeks i think it's just going to fall together and by the end of that two weeks you already had you had a few gigs you had some work lined up and uh, you were able to stay in the city longer right is that is that yeah, I, I, booked, I booked two weeks in an Airbnb, and by the end of that time, I actually already found an apartment, and so then I moved in, and uh, officially, and yeah, the, the funny thing is, I actually don't really do much performing in Nashville, it's all out of town, which yeah. isn't, I mean, it, it, it fits with what I do, because what I do is in theaters, and I mean, I'm a touring show, you know, it's not a, a show that... I would just play it like a lounge locally at, at the theater yeah. show. So basically I'm doing it on the road, but my career is a road career. It's, it's, uh, you know, I'll be touring the United States at first and then be touring, you know, Europe and Asia and Australia ultimately and other markets yeah. that have uh, a strong interest in the type of show that I put on. And so there's, yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of, uh, yeah. fun things that happen that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's one thing. Uh, I mean, I only spent a couple of days in Nashville, but one thing that really got to me was like that. It just seemed like a lot of people have this older opinion of Nashville, like it's just country music or it's just a certain type of you know folk music. But really, I mean, it, it seemed just very the creative energy was just all over the place. You had a lot of different people doing a lot of kinds of music there. Um, you know, really, really anything that people are listening to, you know, you can kind of find it in Nashville, and 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 it just had a very open. You know, compared to like maybe a place like L.A. It was just very open and inviting, you know. People could just come up on stage and play stuff, and nobody was really, um, I don't know, maybe it was a different, but it didn't seem to have, like, this kind of musical hierarchy of, you know, who's exactly. better than others. It was a little bit more supportive in some ways. Very much. It's a very, that is what I hear from everybody that's been in a larger, you know, music market. Because Nashville's a small, it's a, it's, it's a very small city relative to, LA and New York. I mean, it's, it's tiny by comparison, you know, the metro side. Yeah. And so there's a lot of celebrities that live in Nashville, and yet there's not a paparazzi culture here. So you can see famous people at Walmart, and nobody really cares. It's just, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's fun, but it's not like nobody's, you know, making a scene. People can just kind of live their lives here, and that's, I think, part of why a lot of celebrities like to live here because it is a good. Place. So that that carries over to this little bit less feeling of hierarchy and status here than you might have yeah. in some other places. So um, I, I guess uh, we'll kind of wrap up here with uh, you know what do people expect from your show? Um, so I'll just uh, play. You're on Spotify. You know, there's a bunch of songs on Spotify. 
And it looks like this song, Married Life from Up, has just gotten almost a million listens. So uh, we'll just listen to that song here. Give people okay. a piece of that. So um, what's going on there? I mean, I know a lot of your shows, that's actually a big piece of it is you take these songs from Disney and then you have people try to figure out, you know, which movie is it from and all that kind of thing. Is that that's a big piece of what your shows you're doing at this point? Uh, I mean, not that specifically so much as just kind of whole familiar and interactive music is a big part of it. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I mean, early on, a few years back, I would sometimes do, like, name that tune type of stuff, but a lot of it is, uh, a lot of my current show is driven by Disney songs, it's, it's uh, movie themes, those are kind of, you know, like John Williams and things like that is, is a big part of, of what I do on stage uh, currently, and then as far as the interactive, I do a lot of improvisation bits where the audience, you know, have them give me... Um, you know, suggestions for uh, notes and from which I make up a song on stage. There's a lot of uh, a lot of kind of improv and interactive things, and that's that's a major part of the show. I, it's never been sort of just a you know sit and listen the whole time to piano music. I I would have gotten. I mean, I do get so bored of that type of thing. I could never do that even in my own concert. I would have just gotten bored on stage. So it's always <laughs> been a more more about the interaction and engagement with the audience than it is about just the music. Cool. Um, all right, well, okay, so you're on Spotify, so people can find your music on there. you got a couple albums coming out in the future. Um, where else can people like find you online if they want to just find more of your music or kind of see wherever you're playing, maybe catch a gig, you know? Yeah, so my website's going to be the good starting spot for that, uh, which is jasonlyleblack.com. Cool. And as I said, the touring, so the way that the touring world works is actually it's it books over a year out. So we are, you know, now that I have a new touring agency and getting national representation, the my uh, national tour will start fall of next year, fall of 2019. But between now and then i've got a lot of obviously um, shows at sea and as i get more of those booked i'll start getting those on the, the website so people can see what ships i'll be on and you know, if they want to come and join me on a on a ship to uh, see the show out there and just enjoy a cruise then also my christmas tour will be announced later probably ah. I'm guessing kind of at the end of the summer so i will still be doing yeah there, there will be other touring just uh on a, on a smaller scale, but I'll be touring the Mountain West again with my Christmas second annual uh, Christmas tour. Um, jump on you know my email list on my website or follow me on social media if they want to see about that album, which is uh, going to be Disney. It'll be a collection of Disney favorites, but this album is an orchestrated album, so it's it's my first uh, album that is uh, fully orchestrated with cut piano and guitar and percussion and all sorts of instruments and some singing on it and uh, some guest singers I've got. It's it's a it's a very big a very big project and 
we're, uh, we're very excited to get that uh, officially announced soon and then uh, officially kind of released and, and share that with everybody and get it get it finished so that sounds amazing man i can feel the energy and like all the momentum you got going and i just hope it keeps on going you know for you it sounds like you got a nice thing going on we're gonna take out here on the uh, this is the frozen piano medley so uh another song you have available uh, all right jason have a good one man good talking to you man Take care. See ya. Hey everyone, uh, that was Jason Lyle Black. Uh, you can find him again on Spotify. He's going to be on tour, and uh, I hope you uh, had a good time listening to the Markcast. Have a good one. <laughs>